everybody. Happy Tuesday. Sorry I'm a little bit late. Supposed to be here at one o'clock. Um, two out of three of my children were performing at a show at their camp, so they live stream it on YouTube. Um, and they were the closers, so I definitely um, needed to record it and didn't want to stop watching. So um, I'm four minutes late to you guys. I apologize. But um, so super important topic. This is the first of nine videos. Um, we're going to talk all about the business side of being a doula. So today we're going to start off with balance. So this seems to be a huge question and concern about everyone who starts doing doula work. Um, you get into it, you get clients, you get busy, and then you find yourself working 40, 50, 60, 70, even sometimes 80 hours a week. Um, and it seems like everything that you wanted when you started being a doula, but you realize that you don't have time for yourself, you don't have time for your family, you spend probably a lot of time driving back and forth to clients, or you know, if you're a birth doula, you are stacking your clients, so you know, there's always kind of that anxiety of having clients overlap. Um, and so what you kind of started out as this like vision of what your business is gonna be like ends up not being what you want for the long term. And I think, you know, kind of the, the person that I'm talking to here is the doula who has now realized that and you are book solid with clients, but not only the day-to-day -day clients, you know, just the way that doula care works, we are booked months in advance. Like I know for, you know, my agency, we're booked, you know, into the end of March right now. So it's nice that you know what your schedule looks like for the next few months, but when you stop and think about what that actually looks like when you are booked like that, you will be saying no over and over and over again to every incoming client, every prospective client, right? Um, that inquires, right? Because you are only one person, you have two hands, there's only a certain amount of time during the day, um, and you can't care for everyone, right? So if you're at capacity with your private clients and you are booked months out, then you are saying no all the time. So it starts off, you know, being exciting, but then this like wah wah um, when you start having to say no to everyone. So I think, you know, when I first started, um, I started after my oldest was born, she just turned 16. And I was pretty busy from the get-go. You know, I got really lucky. I knew some doulas going into it. Um, so I was able to kind of take their overflow really quickly. Um, and that overflow turned into these longer-term clients, which had friends or family or coworkers, you know, who got pregnant. And it was like I kind of just dove off and started busy and stayed busy. Um, but I quickly realized that with a family and even just the self-care piece of it, how many hours a day realistically could I work? I mean, you know, you have to be home for your kids, for yourself to make dinner. Um, you have to kind of take into consideration the driving time and the traffic and all of that. So, you know, what started off as like, yay, all these clients, as I pared it down, you know, realistically, it was, you know, not that many hours. You know, I was doing some overnights and some days. Um, but it never seemed like the money coming in matched the effort that I was putting into it or the time that I was putting into it. 
Um, and I, I came from corporate, you know, where I was working, you know, 60, 70 hours a week. Um, I happened to get laid off, you know, shortly after my daughter was born, which, you know, for a minute was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Um, and then it was like this blessing in disguise because I was able to build my own business and sort of cultivate a career that was exactly what I wanted that fit my schedule. You know, I figured that out later um, and, and really worked for exactly what I needed it to do. And I loved, you know, caring for clients. That was like the most rewarding thing ever. But it was kind of, I, I kind of always felt defeated that like I always wanted to do more and keep doing more. And I was really never able to, you know, care for everyone that I wanted to care for. Because ultimately you are saying no to incoming clients when you are already booked, whether it's postpartum or birth doula or, you know, you're a childbirth educator and you have these classes, um, you know, on the schedule that you're teaching or if you're a newborn care specialist or if you're a sleep consultant, you know, all of those things just take a lot of time um, in your daily or weekly schedule. So, you know, I definitely needed more hours in the day to accomplish everything I wanted to accomplish. And obviously, you know, if I could make that happen, that would be incredible. Um, but I can't. So I had to really kind of figure out how I could make the most of the time that I was putting in and the time that I was actually willing to put in. Because as I, you know, continued to work more, I realized how much I was missing in other aspects of my life. Um, and I think, you know, what a huge kind of like light bulb moment for me was in, in a really big setback was that there was this very apparent glass ceiling. Like when you actually calculate the number of hours that you are working and the money that's coming in and the number of clients that you were able to help, it's very, you know, it's the number of hours times, you know, the the number of dollars and that's what you get you know, each week and you're paying taxes on that. And, you know, you have to account for the time that you're going to the client, the time that you're coming back and the gas that you're using to get there. Um, and so it ends up, you know, pairing smaller and smaller and smaller. Now, if you could work 24 hours a day, it would be a different story, but you can't. Um, and that's one of the really tricky things about, you know, being in the birth and postpartum industry is that there are so many opportunities to keep busy and to care for clients and, Boundaries are hard. I mean, you know, if you guys ever have trouble, you know, with your boundaries, you know, please throw a comment in there and say that you do. Because I think we all do. And that's something that we all struggle with, especially when our clients need us. Um, you know, and, and that's most of the time. You know, there's always things happening in the birth and postpartum world that your client needs a little bit more from you. Um, and so it's hard to say no, or it's hard to say not now. Um, and we end up having these kind of blurry boundaries with clients, which ultimately, you know, keeps them happy, but you know, it, it doesn't keep us happy because we're sacrificing something on the other end. Um, but it's a hamster wheel and it's hard to jump off. You are constantly picking up more clients and staying busy and picking up more clients for later months and staying busy. And there's really like no end in sight, um, which again is a great thing. It's wonderful to be busy, but how busy can you really be? How how many hours can you sustain right each week to keep your clients happy, keep your bank account happy, but also you need to make sure that you're keeping yourself and your family happy and also healthy. I mean, you, you know, there's a reason why when you are flying, they tell you to put your own oxygen mask on first before you take care of others, right? If you don't help yourself first, 
especially with oxygen, um, then you're just going to fall to the ground and everyone's going to be toast because you are the, the main person who's doing the helping. And if you can't help them, nobody can. Um, so if you are not filling your own cup and keeping yourself healthy and well, how are you going to be able to care for other people? And I think that's just a constant question, you know, a constant struggle that, you know, we are working with as birth and postpartum professionals is how do we care for everyone, our clients, our family, our, you know, community, our friends and ourselves too. I think it's, it's a really hard balance and being a natural caretaker, obviously we're in this industry for a reason sometimes your heart takes over. So your emotional brain, you know, starts making all the directions and your logical brain is like, whoa, wait a minute, you know, we can't do all those things, but your emotional brain is like, you know, beat it, I, I got it covered. And, you know, they don't really got it covered um, because we wanna, we wanna care, we wanna lead with our heart, but we also have to be smart about, you know, the work that we're doing. So I continued to do postpartum care for a while. I added in some birth through the care. I added in some classes. But when it became very apparent that there was a, 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 a very, you know, there was a cap on the amount of money that I could make each week, each week and each month, which, you know, kind of translates into every year, um, I had to figure out a different way to run my business because I'm going to be honest with you, I was not satisfied with that number. I wanted to have more coming in. I wanted to help more people. And I found myself in a similar place as you guys are now. You are booked months out and you're just consistently saying no to any inquiries, any prospective clients. Like, I'm not available, but let me see kind of who of my colleagues is available. And you end up passing off all this work to other people. Now, that's wonderful. You're helping other people grow their business, but... It's a lot of work and it takes a lot of time to coordinate all of that other care while you are still, you know, working in your business and caring for your own clients. Um, um, so I am doula trainer um, and that was something that I had thought about, you know, in the very beginning and I needed years of experience before I could even like entertain that thought. So years into this, I became a postpartum doula trainer and became a lactation educator trainer for Kappa. And both of those were kind of these like spark light bulb moments because, you know, with the right marketing, now I'm putting time and effort into this marketing, I could make these trainings as big as I wanted to. So over the time that I'm putting into the training, which is, you know, a weekend or a few days, if I market it right, I could have, you know, as many people as I wanted in there that I felt comfortable with. So the time that I'm putting in, it's not this static amount of money it is what I make of it, right? So I was like, okay, this is something that is, you know, something I want to add to my business because in the same time that I'm putting into it, the revenue is much more flexible. It can go much more in the direction that I want it to go in. Um, so I really started hustling the marketing for that in addition to caring for my clients. And it became a good balance. I was able to still care for clients, and then educate these birth professionals, you know, in these trainings, which was awesome because it was the precursor for me starting an agency. I didn't know it at the time, but it built my network. It built my community of doulas. So now I had more people to refer to, more people to back me up, more people that I could back up. Um, 
And we're better together. I, I think that's a huge lesson in this, that the more people you have working with you, the better you are, the better care you can take of your clients because you have that cushion of backup. Um, it can't be this competition where you're kind of like doing this, you know, in your own circle and you don't want to let anybody in because, you know, what if you get sick? What if you break a leg? What if your client needs something that you can't offer? It's a beautiful thing to have a network of people that can help you out. Um, so in addition to, you know, birth doula care, postpartum doula care, I was teaching some classes. Now I'm doing these trainings, which I love, which allows me to create more revenue in the same amount of time. What else can I do for the perinatal community and for myself and for my family and for the doulas, right, that I love working with? How else can I help all of us? How else can I create something bigger and provide more for all of these categories? And that's a really unique challenge, right? Because all of that planning takes time. All of that creating takes time. And I'm already working with clients. I'm already, you know, teaching um, classes. I'm already doing these professional trainings. Um, so I really had to get creative and I had to carve out time and I had to kind of pull some resources from, you know, my bank account to figure out how I wanted to pivot my business to continue to have income coming in, but not specifically for a trade dollars for hours, you know, type of thing. So I eventually transitioned into an agency model, which was honestly the absolute best thing I could possibly do for my business, for myself, for my family, for my bank account, for my lifestyle. Um, but also for clients, right? Because now with the building of this agency, I can help so many more clients. I'm also, you know, as I'm training these doulas, right? I'm finding these shining stars from my trainings. Um, and I kind of cultivated this, this team from that. But I'm also helping them get this jump start on building their business, right? I'm keeping them busy, whatever full time is to them. And they're getting experience and I'm also helping them build their, their business, right? So I'm kind of, you know, working myself, not out of a job, but um, I'm finding these amazing people. They are doing, you know, doula care on behalf of my business, but they're also starting their own business. So at some point they're going to have, you know, this business of their own and they're going to be comfortable and they're going to, you know, kind of fly away, which is ultimately, you know, what we want to see happen, right? Or what I want to see happen. And it's funny because it, that kind of is the same thing as caring for our postpartum clients, right? We want to do such a good job that they don't need us for, you know, that long of a time. Um, it, it, it doesn't really happen that way because they still keep us even when they don't need us. But so I kind of started thinking of transitioning into an agency and building my team and really having more time in my schedule to build my business, to build this team, to continue marketing, to continue networking. And it brought this beautiful balance to my doula work, to my life, and to my bank account. And I saw all of those three things, you know, being enriched by this agency. And again, it benefits me and my family. It benefits the doulas that I work with, the doulas in my community. It benefits the clients. And it also benefits, you know, our, our, our means for charitable giving because, you know, the agency has so many more full paying clients than I would just be able to take myself. We can reallocate a lot of those funds to volunteer and give charitably. So we're really benefiting kind of everyone that we touch. So 
I think, you know, a, a great lesson in all of this, and, and I call it, I call this lifestyle mapping. Um, this is something that I created, you know, a while ago when kind of figuring out how my business could work best for me. I'm still drinking my coffee from this morning. Lifestyle mapping is something that you kind of do with your calendar. You figure out all the things that you have, those static things, those, you know, obligations that are non-work related and you plunk them into a calendar and then you backfill with your business. You backfill with work. So you are never cutting into, you know, your hobbies or time with your family or vacations planned or self-care, but you are also making sure that you are carving out time, you know, for work. And, and sometimes it's more, you know, personal stuff than work. And sometimes it's a lot more work most of the time, um, than it is the personal stuff. But it just, it, the whole purpose is to never be overloaded and to never make these commitments that you're ultimately going to have to, you know, go back on. So you want to pre-plan for all of these things, even if you're just starting out, you know, this should be kind of, this should be something that gets your wheels turning because eventually you will get to a point where you are booked and you're booked for months at a time and you will not have the capacity to say yes to people who need you in the shorter term because you'll always be booked out, you know, longer. Um, and, and I think, you know, thinking about an agency model is a wonderful way to continue to build your business, continue to take on more, you know, clients and help the community without sacrificing more of your time. And it, it is a beautiful thing to have extra time, to have, you know, financial freedom in your business to continue to build and continue to scale and to continue to evolve, you know, you know, I can speak for my own life. My kids are five, seven and 16. Things look drastically different five years ago. They looked drastically different 10 years ago. They will look drastically different two years from now when my oldest is, you know, off to college. So my business can't just be this business that stays the same and, and needs me to be doing the same thing all the time. It needs to be flexible and it needs to evolve with my lifestyle and how my lifestyle evolves. So I can spend 100 hours a week in my business. I can spend four hours a week in my business and I have it set up that it runs successfully either way, right? I mean, there's always more to do, right? If I'm spending 100 hours in my business, which I, I am not, um, that's in a, in a season of planning and growth and change. When I'm spending four hours a week in my business, um, it's kind of a season of coasting, which if I need to coast sometimes, and sometimes I do, I'm thankful that I have the ability in my business to either go crazy or to coast. Um, and you can have that business too. I need you all to know that all of the things that I talked about today are there for the taking. They are out there for you to create for yourself. I'm not anything special. I didn't come up with all these things and then build my business in a way that, you know, is, is anything different than is uh, available to you. I mean, it's there. It's there for you. You just have to take the time to plan and create and do some lifestyle mapping and figure out works best for you and how that fits into your birth and postpartum community. And then you can create and build and, and cultivate this gorgeous, beautiful, perfect, you know, money making, client helping, community enriching business that's yours. And it does give you the perfect balance of 
doula care or, you know, whatever you're doing for the perinatal community, balance of life and growth in your bank account. So those all become this, these, these three harmonious things. Um, and I mean, I, I can say I can't ask for more. I've added things over the years to my business. I've, I've, you know, done away with things in my business. Um, and it all depends on what season I'm in. It, it all depends on what's happening in my life that I need my business to fit around. So, you know, my business fits around my life. I don't make my life fit around my business. So priority is my health, my happiness, my wellness, my family, my, you know, personal, all the other stuff. And then my business fits around that. And, and it's, it's nice that they, they do complement each other and they both change and they both evolve all while my business is continuing to grow. So think about that. I want you guys to have harmony and all of those things. I want you to have a balance of your, you know, your, your life, your personal life, your doula care and your bank account. And if you are thinking about transitioning into that agency model to have a balance of all of those things, let's continue this conversation. I will be live again tomorrow and Thursday, all at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Next week, I'll be here again, three days. And then the following week, I will be back for three more videos. So this is just a series that each video kind of piggybacks on the one before it until, you know, you have this really clear picture um, of what you are planning and how you are, you know, going to grow your business. We are just starting quarter three and the second half of the year. So if you're thinking about something bigger in 2024, this is the time to start kind of planting those seeds and getting those wheels turning and and figuring out you know your game plan to have your trajectory go where you want it to go so we will continue this tomorrow um at 1 p.m eastern time if you have questions if you want to talk more about the transition to an agency model dm me let me know have a wonderful rest of your day guys